Welcome to Relevance for Today, a show where you will be encouraged, inspired, and fed through the Word of God. You will find relevant teachings, tips, discussions, interviews, and more for both believers and even non-believers who are considering salvation through Jesus Christ. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey folks, Steve Lewis here. Welcome to Relevance for today, continuing on with the discipleship series. So this is part two. Really excited about this, folks. I can't express to you how excited I am about this. In fact, this is being recorded two weeks prior to when you're listening to it right now. But it was really exciting for me because I've been putting this off for too long. Discipleship is so very important. It's a key missing thing in the Christian world today. Don't get me wrong, many are doing it, many are not. Is that broken English or something? But uh, (laughs) anyway, the bottom line is you know if it's missing in your life or not. You know if it's missing in the congregation's lives. You'll know if it's missing in the new converts' lives. So I really wanted to step into this. Already did part one. Hope you watched already. If you haven't, make sure you watch part one of this very important episode. So continuing on, we're going to jump right in. So the word discipleship can be defined in many ways. A disciple has been shown to be someone who follows the teachings, the life and aim of another until the person becomes like the master. Discipleship in the Christian sense is the process of making someone become like Christ. This disciple or Christian follower of Jesus Christ the disciple of Jesus Christ, the goal is to become Christ-like in everything. And I won't say you'll become Christ because that is an improper teaching, but you want to become Christ-like. People should be able to see Christ in you, the hope of glory. They should be able to see Christ in you. They should be able to see the love that flows from you should be the same as it does from Jesus Christ, as it does from our Heavenly Father. And of course, that's all guidance through the Holy Spirit who lives within you when you ask Jesus Christ into your life to be your Savior and Lord. So the key thing is, well, there's lots of key things, but for starters, and I'm going to try to stay focused on my show notes because it's so easy to just start talking. There's so much I want to share with you folks. And thank God it's nice to be on a podcast. Nice to be on the podcast, but it's also a blessing. It truly is a blessing to be on Kingdom Community TV. Uh, Before I forget, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, full streaming. You can get the apps. Just go look up kingdomcommunity.tv and you'll see the TV schedules. There's apps. There's all kinds of good stuff. Apple TV, Google TV, Roku, and many other locations. So I'll have to play that commercial for you. But anyway, there's so many things I want to share, but I've got lots of time to do it. But at the same time, we don't because we don't know when the Lord's going to return. So we need to get on top of these things and get started. Sound good? Okay. And so we can also learn from the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John of the New Testament. We can read those and learn how Jesus taught the disciples And once again, he didn't just talk to them and talk to them and talk to them for 20, 30 years. In fact, Jesus was only with the disciples 
for three and a half years. And during that time, he taught them everything they needed to know so that when he went to be with the Father, they would be set and ready to rock and roll, right? They were trained up. They were ready to go. Just like a college student goes to college for something, they get out of college, they go right in the job. Well, the same thing with the disciples. Jesus' disciples, they went in, learned what to do. Yes, it was scary. But once they got the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the book of Acts, boom, they were ready to rock and roll. And so it's a matter of getting up to that point, getting this training and equipping so that we are able to do the same and be who God called us to be. Okay, so as we get in there and we learn that, of course, you're reading the Gospels and you're learning about everything that went on, you'll remember things like what it says in Matthew 4.19 when Jesus spoke to the disciples. And reading out of the New King James translation, it reads, Then he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. And you might say fishers of men, and I covered this before in the first episode, Jesus would train them and equip them so they could go out and draw men closer to God and himself, of course. However, it starts with learning the basics. So it starts by learning the word of God. Of course, they had the word with them. The word was God. The word was Jesus Christ. They had him right there with them. Although they did take notes and they were recording the things that were taking place, they searched the scripture, they learned from Jesus, and he taught them many things. And I just went to look around for a Bible, but we have access to God's word on a daily basis. And in some countries like the United States, we have free access. We don't have to worry about being condemned. We don't have to worry about being abused, mistreated, or anything. We have such great freedom. And when I say that, I'm talking about in the word of God. Yes, we've lost many freedoms due to many things going on in the world, but freedom to pick up God's word and to read it anywhere in public, in private, wherever we want, we are allowed to own a Bible. So that's why we need to get into the word. And of course, it starts, like I said, by learning the word of God, learning basic instructions. So for starters, let's learn about love and about the greatest commandments. Jesus set the foundation by answering a question one day. And in Matthew 22, 34 through 40, uh, I'm going to take it out of the New Kings James. But when the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together. Then one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question, testing him and saying, Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? You know, they were always out to trick Jesus. But of course, Jesus is all-knowing, right? So Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest, the first, and the great commandment. And the second, and here it is, is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. And so these two laws cover everything, of course these two commandments. And so for many, loving God is the easiest one of them all, even though you can't see him. Yeah. Oh yeah. I love God. You know, what does that mean? Because as humans and the way we are in life, Hey, I love hot dogs. I love chicken. I love bacon. 
I love a nice piece of pound cake with vanilla icing on it. I love my podcast studio. You know, we use love in, on, ev on everything. So it, it's weakened the power of love. But at the same time, being thankful for what God has done for us, it's easy to go, yeah, I love God for sure. Because, and I say that's the easiest, and this is why. Because loving our neighbor can be very hard at times, depending on who it is. As you and I both know, there's some people that you can just love, and there's some people that you love them from a distance, and there's some people you just want to escape from them and never even be around them. But the word says love. Jesus Christ said love your neighbor. But here's the hardest one of them all, and I want to touch on this because this is discipleship. We're setting the ground rules. We're setting the stage for discipleship, how to be prepared, whether you're doing the discipling or whether you are the disciple learning from someone. The hardest part is loving ourselves. And, you know, you say, okay, well, what do you mean, Steve? Well, it says right here in verse 38, this is the first and great commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love your neighbor as yourself, meaning love others as you love you. If you don't love yourself, you're not going to love others. So this is important that we get that sorted out and out of the way. And we've all done things in our lives, you know, honestly. We've all done things in our lives where we feel unworthy, unfit, unqualified to be loved by others, especially God. We've all fallen short, just as the Apostle Paul wrote in Romans 3.23. I'm going to read it out of the New American Standard. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So that verse alone confirms the fact that we all have sinned and all fallen short of the glory of God. Not one of us, not me, Steve Lewis, remember one finger pointing at you, three pointing back at me. None of us are better than the other. We've all done silly things, stupid things in our past, some still doing things. We've all fallen short, period. Let's don't even raise the bar. Let's put it on the flat playing field. We're all in the same position, but Jesus, right? Jesus Christ came to save. And the most amazing news is written in Romans 5, 6 through 8. Also out of the New American Standard, it reads, For while we were still helpless, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. Who's the ungodly? Steve Lewis. Who's the ungodly? You guys listened to my voice before we asked Jesus Christ into our life. If you're unsaved, the word says it, we're considered ungodly if we're not saved. For one will hardly die for a righteous person, though perhaps for the good person, someone would even dare to die. But, this is verse 8, beautiful verse, but God demonstrates his own love towards us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Picture that. While I was still in sin, while you were still in sin, God demonstrated his love for us. He knew we were going to fall short. He knew we were going to sin. He knew about all the stupid things we were going to do. But yet, Christ died for us. Do you get that? While we were still unworthy, full of sin, headed for death and destruction of our souls, 
Our souls were dying. We were dying. We we're all going to die one day, but as you know, heaven is real. Hell is real. We're going to one place or the other. Our souls will for eternity. But God had a plan because you and this guy right here and me were worthy of his forgiveness, of his love. So no matter how you feel about yourself, guess what? He still loves you. So when you beat yourself up, cut yourself, tell yourself you're no good, feel like you're unworthy, stressed, depressed, overall a hot mess, ready to end it all, ready to take your life because you feel like you're unworthy to be loved. Remember what God, our Heavenly Father, did for you and for me through Jesus Christ. And as it's written, John 3, 16 and 17, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son, now listen to me now, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. You, me, everyone listening to the sound of my voice, everyone watching this TV show, everyone listening to this podcast, you will be saved. When you ask Jesus Christ into your life, you believe on him, believe in him. So he gave so you and I could live. He loved you first. So stop beating yourself up and love yourself. Not in a selfish, conceited way. Don't get me wrong. Don't start taking selfies of yourself and telling everybody that you love yourself. No, not in a selfish, conceited way, but a love that will cause you to have a love for others. That's foundational. And to me, this is an important hurdle to get over. Loving yourself, okay, let's get this right if you're taking notes. Loving yourself causes you to love your neighbor, which causes you to have a love and appreciation for all of God's creation. I truly believe you can't just jump into discipleship if you don't even love. You know what I'm saying? Discipleship is all about learning about Jesus Christ. Discipleship is about walking out the Christian walk as a follower of Jesus Christ. Well, the first thing is you got to hit the love. You've got to hit the love. And many of you have been listening to me for years and you know I'm all about the love movement. I'm all about the love series and just causing people to think and to focus on loving their brothers and sisters, loving the world, loving not the world world, loving people in the world is what I meant. You love them, lead them, and you go from there. Love them and lead them to Christ. So remember, when you hate yourself, keep this in mind too, this is another way to look at it. Remember, when you hate yourself, you are hating what God created, right? If God created you and you hate yourself or you hate someone else, you're hating God's creation. How do you think God feels about that? That would grieve the Holy Spirit right there, knowing that you hate another person. You're supposed to love them. So that's really important. So keep in mind, Jesus called for us to love. Plain and simple. 
If we start off with the same foundation God did, our eyes will be open even more as we are discipling others and being discipled. And foundational statements and declarations like these are what Jesus taught and spoke about as he trained his disciples. These verses are very important, especially for us today. We must start with the best foundation so that the training will go smoother. And that's the truth. The tr you'll find it. You know, if you've, if you've got love in your heart and you're just full of love, what's going to happen? Well, basically what's going to happen is you're going to be so encouraged. You're going to be strengthened. You're going to be wanting to do what God called you to do. You're going to have that energy to go to the next step. You're going to just be like, you know what? I love this. I love the word. I'm learning about being a follower of Jesus Christ so I can get out here and represent and be who God called me to be. Make sense? And so, like I said, you know, if we learn to love our neighbors as ourselves, then we won't waste time wondering if we are supposed to forgive someone. It's another factor. And these are basic things, but this is discipleship. Okay, so we must start with the best foundation so that the training will go smoother. Make sense? If we learn to love our neighbors as ourselves, then we won't waste time wondering if we're supposed to forgive someone because it's already covered under the love clause. So it's one less thing for you to think about and focus on so you can focus on the Word of God. That's why I love sharing 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7. As many of you know, I share this a lot over the last 180-some episodes because it's a foundational Christ truth. You like that? Foundational Christ truth. And of course, here it is, 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It's not irritable and it keeps no record of being wrong. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. And of course, starting off with these verses, as we dig into God's word, being discipled will help us clear the slate right from the beginning. So our hearts and minds will be clear and opened, right? You know, that makes sense. You're going to be a ready, clear vessel, ready for that seed to be planted. Like think about topsoil, like potting mix. You've got a pot, you want to plant a new plant. You've got that seed, but you make sure the ground is ready for you to plant that seed. So you till it, you work the soil, you feed it, right? So when you're discipling someone or you're being discipled, you're like that little seed being planted in that fresh soil. And then come the nutrients, the word of God, the training, the equipping, the water of the word, the Holy Spirit, everything getting in there and you start growing and producing fruit. Ooh, that sounds good, doesn't it? So learning the characteristics of Jesus Christ will allow us to become stronger disciples and pave the way for us to live and walk a truly Christ-like, spirit-filled life. And this was more of a pep talk in a way where I still shared some verses, but I'm laying the foundation because you already know, hey, you got to read your Bible, you got to do this, you got to do that. But clearing your mind, getting a fresh start, opening up your mind to the fact that you need to love yourself so you can love your neighbors and also love God right from the beginning. And that gets you going. You know, keep an open mind and also be sure to be teachable. And I've talked about this before. We cannot learn anything if we go into this thing thinking we know it all. 
even as the person doing the discipling. There's going to be times you're going to make a mistake. There's going to be times when you're going to share something that might not be accurate. And whoever you're discipling is going to say, well, what do you mean Jesus said this and that? I don't remember reading that. Well, pull out the scripture and check it. If you're right, don't pat yourself on the back and say, see, I told you so. Hey, it's right here. Um, you may have read it in the book of Matthew, but in the book of Mark, it says this, 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 and this. And if you're wrong, apologize. Hey, I'm sorry. You know, um, sorry about that. I made that mistake. This is why we need to search the scriptures just like the Bereans, right, dad? You know, and you go through like that, but be teachable, be teachable. That way, whoever's discipling you will be able to teach you and equip you according to how the Holy Spirit wants them to. And of course, once again, about the Holy Spirit, allow the Holy Spirit to guide you and illuminate the word of God as you dig in and read it. And if you are being discipled, one of the two most important things are number one, listen, period. That's number one, listen, because if the person's trying to teach you and all you're doing is cutting in and, and well, I heard this or I heard that it's going to be a long year or two. But if you listen, take your notes, ask questions afterwards, go from there. You know, whatever you guys sit down and decide to do, make sure you listen. Very important. Number two, ask relevant questions and never pretend you understand when you don't. And I taught that in Bible study. When I taught Bible study, I said, I'm going to be teaching on this tonight. But if we do not get through it all, that's okay. We can finish next week. If you have a question, please tell me. You're not going to be interrupting me. Just make sure it's about the subject because we're there to learn. Discipling, discipleship is a time of learning. If you're discipling somebody, the last thing you want to do is sit there and say, this is it, blah, 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 blah. I'm teaching you everything right here. Don't ask me any questions. Boom, 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 boom. And all you do is fill them full of stuff and send them on their way. And they have questions and they don't get any answers. And so it's really important that you ask questions that are relevant. And as the person doing the discipling, answer them to the best of your knowledge and dig in the word together if you have to. And remember, you are learning about the Christian life. Better yet, you're learning how to walk in the big sandals of Jesus Christ. And those are big sandals to fill. Take this time in your life very, very seriously. Your future life after death depends on it. Seriously. It's really important. We're living in a day and age where we need to focus less on the numbers of saved and more on the discipleship side of the new believer. If we do not train them, they will easily be scattered to the wayside where the world will grab a hold of them and draw them back into their previous life. And as you know, that's real easy to do, especially nowadays with the agenda going on, the agenda to take away man's identity, the agenda of just totally turning the world into one huge Sodom and Gomorrah, literally. In fact, Sodom and Gomorrah has got nothing on the world today, that's for sure, and that is sad to say. So my prayer and plan is that this discipleship series will open the minds and hearts of Christians, that's including this guy, that will focus on the training and discipling side of following Jesus. We can't leave people hanging, folks. We've got to step up to the plate. And so keep in mind as well, very important, we cannot just hand someone a Bible 
and a get-out-of-hell-free card. We need to educate them and come alongside them for some spiritual OJT in the ways of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. And this is really serious, folks. It's a serious subject. It's really important that we get this out in the open because there are many who've asked Jesus Christ into their life and they've sat around with a King James Bible in their hand saying, what do I do now? You know, or whichever Bible they were given. And they're sitting there like, where do I start? Where do I begin? Do what's this Leviticus thing? Do I start here? And then they get confused. You hear all, you read all the laws, everything's going on. It's total confusion. Or do you take the time to sit down with them, talk to them about the basics? What's the greatest commandments? Let's go through that. What's the next steps? And you go through that together. And then you get out and put boots to the ground and you teach them how to help others. It might be a food pantry or it could be helping someone furnish their home or it could be going out and praying with people. There's so many different things. Visitation. And you take them out and you do these one-on-one or in a small group, just like Jesus did. He got out and trained them and equipped them. Remember, three and a half years trained and equipped, out, boots on the ground, going at it with the help of the Holy Spirit, of course. So we need to get to that point. We need to train people up. We need to get them equipped. It's really important, folks. This is a very important message, a very important series. So as we continue on, going to be sharing some verses, some passages of scripture, same thing. Um, Also some training packages, one by Dr. Amy Carpenter, which is a powerful discipleship package. And we'll be going through some of that, sharing some of that with you folks as well in the upcoming series. So keep that in mind, folks. I'm glad to be doing this. I should have done this a long time ago, but I'm thankful. I hope you get something out of this. Hey, love and appreciate you all. Let's go ahead and pray. So Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for this opportunity to share this message today. Thank you for all my listeners and watchers. Heavenly Father, discipleship is so important. We know it. We just dropped the ball on it. And so there's so many out there who've asked you into their lives, but they really need training. They really need someone to come alongside them. They need more than someone. They need many to come alongside them to raise them up who you've called them to be. So Heavenly Father, we pray for guidance through the Holy Spirit. Pray for all those listening and watching. I thank you so much for all the things that you're doing for me to help me get out there around the world with my voice, with the show. Thank you for all these things in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hey, there you have it, folks. Thanks for tuning in as always. Hey, don't forget about Spiritual Spotlight, where I encourage people in five minutes or less, Spiritual Spotlight podcast. You can find it on any podcast app, as well as Spotify, Google Music, many other locations, including Amazon Music and so forth. So check that out. Also, don't forget to get over to Kingdom Community TV kingdomcommunity.tv very important you get over there because it's christian based tv's gone insane so it's nice to have a christian based place you can go and get filled with the word of god trainings equippings testimonies ministries all kinds of wonderful things that's kingdomcommunity.tv check us out 24 7 streaming as well so get over there Hey, with that being said, don't forget to subscribe. Hey, let's get connected, folks. Hey, God bless you all. Take care of yourselves. Love you. Get in the word and stay there. Take care. Peace.